Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. You got to get out of here. You can't be here. They're going to kill you. But what if God called him to stay and willingly suffer and even die for the sake of the gospel? The impact that it would have all across the world and certainly among those who knew the man. Seeing a dramatic shift in a person's attitude towards everything is something that we all have experienced at least once. Change, whether good or bad, always makes an impact on people around them. In today's message, Pastor Robert tells you how Paul made an impact on people around him when he began following Jesus. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 21, as he continues his message, God's will be done. God wants to talk to you directly, personally. And he will. He will. He will speak directly to you. Now, for me, a lot of times it is kind of like, okay, I think I'm hearing from you on this. I think you're leading me. I think you're telling me this. I Sometimes it's, it's kind of emphatic. Sometimes there's this strong, you know, this like impression, and I'm like, wow, I really think that was you. But I don't want to be misled, so... Make it clear. Give me the confirmation. I don't want to make assumptions like I think these people did and think I understand it all perfectly, so I want real clarity from you on what it is you're telling me. I want real clarity. Please, God, you know how dumb I am, so give me good, solid clarity about what it is you're saying and then confirm that it really is you saying it. Clarity and confirmation. And then you do what Paul did. You start knocking down doors. You see, we talk about waiting for, you know, if you see an open door. Okay. Okay. But sometimes, sometimes you got to knock the doors down. There comes a time. Do you understand? Now, listen, footnote, I see far too many Christians, they start out knocking doors down. That's not what we're talking about here. That's you doing it your way and expecting God to bless your ambition. Let me say that again. A lot of Christians go around pursuing their own self-ambition. 
expecting God to bless it because he loves them so much. And they're knocking down doors all over the place. That's not what I'm talking about here. That's not following Jesus. That's expecting Jesus to follow you. The Lord of creation is not going to be doing that. But if you're following Jesus and he gives you instruction and you know that you know that you know that you know this has been confirmed and I know this is God, well then expect opposition. You can expect some obstacles. It's time to kick doors down. Keep going. That's what Paul was doing here. Thankfully, he was mature enough to not be deterred from obeying God's direction. He knew what God had told him to do, and, and he was surrendered to the will of God. And we see that time and again in this passage. Now, listen, when, when all this chaos erupted in Afghanistan a couple of weeks ago, I, I was just like a lot of people, I think, you know, praying, God, this, all these Christians that are stuck in, in Afghanistan. And I told you, you know, I got a text message from our friend Wes Bentley saying they had a bunch of missionaries who were trapped in Afghanistan that they were trying to get out. And, and so as I began to pray, I, I did what I almost always do. I said, God, you tell me in the Bible that I don't know what to pray for like I ought to. And I know that's true. So please guide my prayers. And I felt like the Lord showed me to pray for him to raise up from among the Taliban leadership, somebody like Paul. And it occurred to me, think about it. Paul was a Pharisee. He hated Christians. He was persecuting Christians. He was traveling all over the region seeking to imprison and kill Christians just like he was like the Taliban. And then all of a sudden, God transforms him. And I thought about it. Wow, what would happen if one of the top Taliban leaders suddenly began preaching that Jesus really is alive? He, he really did come back from the dead. I met him last week. He's teaching me about himself. He is to be worshipped. He is to be served. See, that's what happened with Paul. Can you imagine the impact that that would have? A saved and transformed Taliban leader probably wouldn't be able to stay for very long in Afghanistan if he wanted to keep his head attached to his shoulders. And his friends, people who cared about him, people who loved him, they would almost certainly be doing what the people were doing to Paul in Acts chapter 22. You gotta leave. You gotta get out of here. You can't be here. They're gonna kill you. But what if God called him to stay and willingly suffer and even die for the sake of the gospel? The impact that it would have all across the world, and certainly among those who knew the man. Now, verse 5 continues the narrative of Acts chapter 21. Luke says, when we had come to the end of those days, we departed and went on our way, and they all accompanied us with wives and children till we were out of the city. And we knelt down on the shore and prayed. When we had taken our leave of one another, we boarded the ship and they returned home. And when we had finished our voyage from Tyre, we came to Ptolemaeus, greeted the brethren, and stayed with them one day. On the next day, we who were Paul's companions departed and came to Caesarea and entered the house of Philip the Evangelist, who was one of the seven. 
and stayed with him. Now this man had four virgin daughters who prophesied. We don't have time to develop that, but he had four virgin daughters who prophesied. Now that tells us that they were known in the church at Caesarea as being gifted prophetically. These four young unmarried daughters, these young girls. But the thing that really strikes me, the thing that I want to draw to your attention to is it says they stayed with Philip, who was one of the seven. Because you see, in Acts chapter 7, in Acts chapter 7, we read about Stephen, who was also one of the seven. One of the seven men appointed by the apostles to oversee, to serve the food ministry in Jerusalem. And Stephen, in Acts chapter 7, we're, we're told that he was martyred for his faith. He was stoned to death. And when he was stoned to death, the Apostle Paul, then still known as Saul of Tarsus, the student of Rabbi Gamaliel, Gamaliel, he was there. He was giving approval, giving his approval to the murder of Stephen. I find that so incredible. Philip the evangelist, now with these four young daughters, teenage daughters, and he's giving hospitality to one of the men who murdered his friend. Can you imagine? I mean, you need, to, you need to let that soak for a minute. One of your closest friends in the world had become a Christian. I think I would struggle. I think, listen, I think Philip struggled to forgive Paul because it's human nature. joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in Acts when you tune in again. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. 
When you call, please let us know if we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more, right here on Main Thing Radio.